Hey, stranger. <laughs> Hello to everyone listening. My name is Thraya. This is the Hey Stranger podcast. And before we start, let me set the scene for you. I'm currently sitting in a chair at my local park, which also happens to be one of the biggest tourist attractions in my city. Across from me is an empty chair, and on today's and every episode, that empty chair will be filled one by one by people of different backgrounds, mindsets, and walks of life. The only criteria is that they are a stranger. Okay, do you mind if I take my mask off since we're six feet you're apart? Good, okay. You're good. All right, so we're here with our next guest. Uh, this is the Hey Stranger podcast, and on today's episode, I'm asking strangers to share a secret. Uh, would you be down to do that? I'm down to do that, yeah. Okay, so whenever you're ready, you could go ahead and share your secret with us. Let's see. So, my secret, something that I don't share, like, definitely not on an everyday basis with uh-huh. people that I meet, is that I. I'm in recovery from drug and alcohol addiction. Okay. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's just not something that, it's not something that comes up right away. Right. And, and it's also something that I'm afraid will alter the way that somebody sees me because of the stigma that is associated with having trouble with substance abuse. Gotcha. Yeah. So does that fear of like that stigma, is that, something that you assume or has it happened before when you've shared that with someone um you know I think a lot of it has to do with the the high amount of shame that I felt while I was still active in my addiction Mm. like I think that there's a lot of residual shame still even though I've been sober for a number of years I think it's still um like I did so many things and I treated so many people in so many ways that I, I'm really ashamed of that. I, I think it, like it, it's still, it's still with me. So I, I've never had anybody say like, like, oh, you should be ashamed of being sober. Nobody's ever, ever said that to me. Um, so yeah, now that you asked me, I think it's, I think it's really internal. Interesting. So how long have you been sober for? Um, let's see, 1,176 days. Wow, good job. <laughs> that deserves a clap. <laughs> you have everything you know it by the day. Wow. So yeah. how, what does that convert to in years? Um, That's like three? Yeah, so it's it's about three three years uh a few months and some change wow congrats like that's that's beautiful honestly thank you i think that uh one i I have so much respect for you for sharing that and two i like i mean i don't have personal experience with it but i could i like i could tell that like um it must have been like a journey not just by you but like others i've met a lot of strangers and that is a common answer and like i've heard so many stories behind it that like it just it's like made made me a lot more empathetic towards it too yeah because it's not just like me like they say that everyone who is dependent on the substance they impact at least 10 other people in their lives you know so it's like and like I definitely have someone here with me today who's like one of my 10 people you know really yeah this has been your friend for a while then a very long while yeah yeah (laughs) um do you is it okay if I ask follow-up questions yes okay so I guess if you don't mind sharing was it something that just happened naturally or was it something that led to you led to it like I'm not 
Uh, I've never asked this question before, so I, don't, I hope you don't mind me asking. Do you have an answer to that, or? Yeah, like getting getting sober, or um, just like even the like how like the addiction started and everything like that. Well, I think um, I'm trying to think of a way that I could not talk for an hour <laughs> about that. Okay, but. Um, so I started drinking at a young age, mm-hmm. um, and my parents, they, they modeled that behavior. Um, they both have like dealt with being dependent on substances throughout their life. And, um, through a series of events that happened really early on, um, like my parents were divorced and then there was like a certain amount of abuse within our household. And then, um, they both left the home. So at age 15, I was alone on my own and um, I'm very confused. I'm very intimidated by this potential of being put into a system of care that I didn't want to be in or like taking on the role of being an adult, which I didn't feel qualified to do. Yeah. Um, and I think that part of being an adult in my mind was like you drink. So like you do your adult things during the day and then you get home and at five o'clock you start drinking. Um, and so I fell into that pattern at a really young age and that stuck with me. Um, so a lot of people like, like I started drinking like a, like a, a 65 year old woman when I was 15. So I, I was not like the rager type. Um, yeah. when I first started, I, I got into that as I got older, as I got into the college, um, scene and then I became a young adult. Um, I definitely fell into the like kind of partying scene and and it was more normalized to like consume the amount of substances that I was consuming um, and then it wasn't you know and then my peers started quote-unquote growing up and getting married and getting jobs and not consuming as much alcohol or not partaking in drugs anymore um, and and I stayed like I stayed where I was and and I kind of froze there. Uh, my my peer group got younger and younger in comparison to my age, and I was just trying to surround myself with people who were still engaging in the substance behavior that I was engaging in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, like there were like quite a few interpersonal consequences, as well as financial and um, employment related consequences. Um, but what really was like the kicker for me was like my body just started failing my my body was like nope like I can't take this anymore um and like different parts of my like gastrointestinal and like like I I don't know a lot about anatomy but like different organs started saying like I'm not gonna work anymore so I went to the ER uh, uh countless numbers of times in the last couple of years that I was drinking and using and um every time I went in the doctors said like and nurses, the nurses were wonderful. Um, they said like, this, this isn't sustainable. Like you can't do this. We can detox you, we can get you stabilized, but like if you go back out, like this, this isn't gonna end well for you. Um, and they all wanted to help me and they, they got to know me pretty well cause I was in there quite a bit. Um, and like at the very end, I just knew it. Like, you know, like you, when you're going through life, you're usually thinking about what you're going to do the next day or what you want to be when you grow up or like you have some aspirations and some dreams and hopes in your life. And 
I remember the last two weeks of my drinking and using, I, I did not have thoughts like that anymore. It was like there was, there was nothing beyond right now. Um, and that really scared me because uh, I've always had goals. I've always been a really high achiever. I've always like been almost consumed by those like thoughts of achievement and yeah. it was gone. It was there. Um, yeah, I, I knew, I knew at, at like the deepest level that I could know that like if this continued for an, even a few more hours, like it was over. Like wow. nothing else was going to happen in my life. My life would be over. Well, I'm glad you're here. Me too. <laughs> and my first question is, are you doing okay now physically? Like you're, you're, yeah. Yeah, I, I am really, really, I feel super lucky. Um, I, I, I don't know. The alcohol seems to have like preserved me in certain areas. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The first, um, the first couple of years when I was sober, I really dove into. I, I got back into achiever mode. Like I ran a couple of marathons. I climbed Mount Whitney. I became wow. a yoga instructor. Like I really like, I, I really embraced like my, I, I have an amends to make to my body and like, I'm going to do that. That's great. Yeah. And what do you do now? Um, I'm, I just started a doctoral program, so I'm becoming a clinical psychologist. Wow. You're yeah. going to be great at that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I hope so. <laughs> Okay, so what, um, what's been, this is my favorite uh, question to ask strangers, like to kind of like end it all. What's been the toughest part like of your journey and the most beautiful part of your journey? And if you have like specific stories you're willing to share as opposed to like a general way to explain those two answers, uh, that'd be great. I think the answer's the same. And I, I think it took me a little while in sobriety and recovery to realize that. But like all of the things that I felt and still to this day hold some shame about, like all of the worst, the worst parts of my addiction have now become the best parts of my life when I look back because all of those things, they motivate me to do good in the world to help others who are struggling and to be really grateful for every second of every day like even right now I hear like I hear the music and I can feel the the breeze like against my skin and like none of it is is I don't miss a single thing because I just know that it's it's like I'm living on borrowed time right now. I wasn't supposed to be here. Wow. So like it's just all really special. That's beautiful. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing your story. Thank and you. And for just like when I stopped you deciding to stop. Thanks for everything. Absolutely. Good Thank job. you. Good luck at everything you do. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, what's your name? Max. Max, Kulamthraya, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Okay, um, I'm terrible at telling stories, but 
You're fine. You're going to be great. Depending on what you believe, this is going to make me sound incredibly crazy or um, interesting. Okay. But basically, I'm going to call this, when I was 13, I summoned an ancient spirit, and he follows me to this day. So, wow. <laughs> when I was like 13, um, my family moved to Massachusetts. And it's like a historically weird supernaturally haunted place so that was kind of like at the peak of like when i started getting into like um wicca and like experimenting with different like magic things right so i went to this like weird little kooky shop and i found a solid like wooden ouija board from the 70s and at the time i was like brilliant like what could go wrong it'll be great yeah so I started playing with it and I kept like I didn't believe in Ouija boards at all and like I thought it was weird but I decided to try so I kept like getting in contact with this like same type of spirit thing and it kept like spelling the same name over and over and over this went on for like a year of just talking to the same spirit over and over and over and over and over and over and it was always the same name like always the same thing so I was like 14 then and I thought it was a brilliant idea to like invite the spirit to just stay with me which like do not do that do not invite spirits <laughs> but I was like yeah you can stay with me like flash forward a couple years like I kind of stopped doing like spiritual things I'm like 16 and I moved in with my dad he's very spiritual so he was like I have to ask you this like why is there a giant bird man following you? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, wait, he asked your dad asked you that. Yeah, and like I can't really like see that much, but like I guess he can see like spirits and stuff. So he was like, why is there a bird man like creature thing following you? And then he like named it, like the same name, like it told me. Wow. And it just like I've used like pendulum boards recently because like I don't want to touch Ouija boards anymore <laughs> but um like I always like get the same spirit to come through like since I was 13 like I'm 18 now and like it's always the same thing same like, name yeah same thing um and like recently or kind of like a year ago I went to my grandpa's house and like he's not like very spiritual or anything but he was and like he's never like he's not known to see things but he was like, why is there a giant bird following you? And like people who have never had like spiritual experiences ask me like, there's like this giant thing that follows you around. So I suppose when I was 13, I summoned a spirit and he just follows me now. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't see it? No. <laughs> sort of. Um, Okay, so Shenmin, my cousin, just asked, do you feel it? Yeah, it's, I just want to repeat it for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess. I, like, I try to, like, block out paranormal things because I hate it so much, even though, like, I attract it, like, crazy. Like, I've seen, like, a million ghosts in my life. I've seen unexplainable things, but, like, I hate it. Like, I despise it. It terrifies me. But, um, I get, like, weird feelings when, like, things are off and, like, things are kind of ghosty so like occasionally i'll just be by myself and i'll get like little goosebumps and like Ooh. i'll feel like something's there so i guess 
I have a lot of follow-up questions. Well, first of all, I want I have a follow-up question for my listeners. They're probably wondering like, uh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that too. But like, so you kind of said your dad was like, oh, why is? Well, before I get to the question, as soon as you said my dad asked me why is there a giant bird following me, I swear to God, this like someone. It was someone's shadow. I'm not gonna. I'm. I refuse to think it was the. The, the spirit you're talking about like like went across like right in my vision and it looked like a bird i was like what is happening <laughs> i mean he's probably here <laughs> oh god don't say that well he, he follows well, me well hi i'm sure he's a nice guy he's probably a nice guy no he's wonderful okay he's apparently like a million years old and okay cool hi that. friend i like no judgment i know he's yeah. good <laughs> okay the boyfriend's like yeah he's good <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's he's experienced it but okay so you said like your dad was like why is there a giant bird following you can you give us background on your family again i know you said a little oh, bit um so my family's very strange like my mom was wiccan so like my dad's kind of like buddhist spiritual christian like mix of every religion ever in the world and like squish it together and that's him so like i was introduced to like every religion as a child and i just always stuck with like paganism and like wicca Uh so my brother branched off to like paganism and like all that so like in my family like nothing's weird like we'll just casually be like oh yeah i saw a ghost and everyone's like yeah cool Wow. So it's all just like that. And uh, for people who don't know what that means, like myself, I'm not going to act like I knew. But like, can you explain what each of those terms mean? Terms mean like Wicca, Wicca, yeah. And then um, so I guess Wicca is like a sort of branch off of paganism, which is like very very old religion. Like, but for me, basically Wicca, like I just worship like the elements and. Um, like I I guess I could say I do witchcraft like okay. I, I hate that term but witchcraft and like just um, that kind of stuff like I celebrate like um, the summer solstice and like winter solstice okay like that's basically what it is and but you also don't like like the side of it where you said you don't like that the spirit follows you oh, or no. like um I love you spirit man but like I hate the paranormal I hate ghosts I hate anything like that it terrifies me like I'd rather fist fight a serial killer than like see a ghost. Wow. Like I hate it so much, but my entire family attracts it. So it's really hard to avoid. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah. Okay. Shadmin, do you have any follow up questions? I do. Can you kinda of say it in my mic? I'll point it towards you. Okay, first follow up question. How does one invite a spirit to stay with them? Are you trying exactly. to do that? <laughs> no, I'm not asking for a friend. I'm asking so that I don't do that on accident. Oh, oh um, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, like, first you have to get in contact with one. Uh-huh. Um, I, I highly ha- advise you don't. Like, don't mess with Ouija boards. Don't yeah. use pendulum boards. Don't do any seances. Like, just don't. But if you do, you'll probably get in contact with something. And, like... The thing about spirits is, like, you can't trust them at all because, like, 90% of the time they'll, like, look nice, but then, like, they're weird and creepy. But, um, like, this, like, spirit followed me for years and years and years, and, like, nothing happened, so I was just like, you can stay with me. Like, I invite you to follow me and stick around, and I guess I did it, like, while talking to him on a Ouija board, Uh so I guess, like, directly, like, telling him 
you can stay. <laughs> so what was he telling you initially on the Ouija board, and what was it about him that made you want to like invite him to be like to live with you? I don't even know. Um, it was just really random. Like, um, I was kind of going through a hard time then, so he would just like tell me like things were okay and like things about like um, like what was happening. Okay. So I kind of felt like comfort within right. it. But um, he just like kept talking to me, so I figured like you might as well stay. <laughs> and then so I don't really know how the Ouija board works. It just like like it moves by itself. Um, well, I honestly had no idea before I used it, but like I guess for me, like you kind of like the spirits like energy kind of like moves the planchette like the little okay. round thing and like. It moves, like genuinely moves to like without your hands on it. Yeah, well, like you put your like, your fingers, and uh-huh. like I guess it's like a transfer of energy or something. Uh-huh. But like obviously you don't move it, but like it just sort of glides yeah. and like goes. That's crazy. It's very strange. That's crazy. Oh yeah, it's freaky. I hate it. But. <laughs> so do you think that the spirit is now like stuck with you, or he just chooses to stay? Right. Like, does he want to leave? I. I'm sure, like, he could. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. um, my dad sees things, and, like, he's not always, like, just lurking around me. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm sure okay. he goes off and does spirit things, but... Maybe he's protecting you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, um, cool. He um, just kind of goes in and out. So and what are some... Sorry, go yeah, ahead. No, you go, you I'm go, so you interested. Go. What are some other, like, elements besides, like, the paranormal aspects of it that you enjoy... Oh, I mean, it's not very, like, paranormal in nature. I mean, everyone's experience with it is different. But for me, it's just, like, invoking, like, the elements and using, like, nature to do things. Like, that kind of thing. Like, there's different branches of it. Like, you can be, like, a green Wiccan or, like, a water Wiccan or... It's like, it's like one of those things that has like a huge stereotype behind it yes. but it's not true no people genuinely think I'm some like demon worshipping like devil summoner and I'm just oh, no. like planting flowers and like playing with crystals like I'm not evil <laughs> that's not how it works yeah um, I mean I didn't know that so I'm glad that you're sharing your story I'm, I'm sure a lot of my listeners are probably like oh really like so that's cool that's the cool part about sharing stories like, is you get to learn yeah, things which, like this yeah which book is very peaceful like there's um there's like rules to it like there's a whole thing called the wiccan read and like the number one thing is it's like um and ye harm none do what thy will like you can basically do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anyone oh that's cool because there's like this rule where like if you do anything to harm someone you're gonna get like smacked with it like 20 times wow. like karma <laughs> okay there you go people should know that um i do have so when your dad your dad like legitimately just like sees it yeah like other spirits too yeah how what does he mean by bird man like i'm kind of trying to visualize well i don't know because i haven't seen it um i guess i try not to yeah but he says it's like imagine like a really ancient like spirit type thing okay um i've been told like he originates from like haiti or something so i suppose it's just like a big like bird type outfit Okay. But, like, I think he's a man. Right, But, like, right. a bird man. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I have, like, an image in my head. Yeah. Because like you do, too. And also that shadow helped, too, that I saw earlier. <laughs> but uh, are there... I feel like you have probably, like, a lot of, 
um, like interesting stories. Do you have anything else you'd be you'd want to share with us? Or oh god, I have to think. I've like had too many weird things where it's like I have to like really like yeah yeah, yeah. think like what's something right right just have a lot of weird ghost stories mostly like that's it okay <laughs> that and that's so interesting that as soon as your boyfriend your boyfriend who was talking earlier he said as soon as he met you like he's yeah. been experienced a lot of that stuff too but do you want to end like what's your uh, ending thought like how do you want to end your segment on the podcast um i would just say um don't mess with spirits don't invite random spirits you don't know to follow you don't be like me I luckily invited a nice, happy spirit, but um, you could probably not do that. Just don't mess with spirits. Don't okay. mess with things like that. And uh, yeah. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. I enjoyed listening to that. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Before you go, I do have a huge favor to ask. Because my podcast is so new and there are so many amazing podcasts out there, the best way you can help me stand out and grow is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This podcast is available on other platforms as well, like Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and many others. So following and subscribing on there will help also, but... Again, the best thing you could do is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I hope you'll consider doing it. I'll make sure to have my podcast links in the description. To make it fun, I thought it would be cool for you all to answer the following question under hopefully a five-star review. Who's one stranger you still remember? I'll read through all your answers, share some on my Instagram story. So if you want me to tag you, please make sure to include your Instagram handle as well. My Instagram handle is actually thor.aya. Also, the video version of my podcast episodes will always be available on my YouTube channel a few days after they air. So if you are curious what the strangers look like, that will be the place to go. Thank you so much. I love you all and we'll meet again next Tuesday.